Hmm. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. This is episode number f- five. Um, sitting across from me is my homie, Adriel Ace. Some of us call him Magic Kitten. Um, <laughs> from San Jose, California. I've known you for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, great skateboarder. Um, overall, good dude. And I thought you'd be a good person to come through and talk to on this. And uh, we did one about a year ago in the backyard in Rockland, but that did not work out. <clears throat> technical difficulties but thanks for making the drive out here man i appreciate that how long was the drive um it was about three and a half from san jose no I'm just oh, i was gonna I'm say just god damn um two hours two and a half hours two and a half hours yeah so, uh, it felt like three and a half but uh really? yeah because i just had a long night last night and right you know on how it goes. good good night good last <laughs> night yeah right on um so you've lived in san jose your whole life basically a couple years outside in santa cruz right but yeah, uh, mostly in San Jose. I was born in Santa Clara, um, Santa Clara Kaiser. I know a decent amount of people there. Okay. If you're listening in, yeah. shouts out um, if you're a baby from there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mainly uh, lived in San Jose. Um, grew up actually on like, uh, not like totally east side, but like near Andrew Hill. There's a high school out there, Andrew Hill High School uh-huh. on... Um, <clears throat> Which expressway is that? Uh, that's Capital. Yeah, Capital, Capital Expressway in San Jose, and um, lived out there. Um, I got a mount, had some experiences out there. Um, it's not like it's not like um, entirely a bad place to be, but um, definitely got to watch out around there. Um, but then I moved over to more of south or north side San, or west side San Jose towards the hills and uh, went to high school out there. So by you still being in there, and you are 26, so you basically have mm-hmm. been in San Jose for 26 years. Um, and a lot of people are still in San Jose that I know, but do you still enjoy living there? Do you see changes? Do you see, cause I, I'm, I'm not from there. I mean, I'm from there, but I don't live there anymore. But mm-hmm. do you see changes? Do you like living in the Bay? Do you see yourself surviving out there mm-hmm. knowing how expensive it is i mean what, what do you feel about living yeah in the it's same definitely place? it's definitely expensive out there um it's definitely a huge factor everybody's talking about that just california and new york um price of living going up everywhere essentially um little by little but um uh i went to school for something tech related and i'll most likely be able to live out here if i need to um but I don't think it's a place that, I mean, there's definitely its perks. If you, I personally like the outdoor stuff, Santa Cruz mountains, um, just going to the beach and stuff. That's what I enjoy the most. So Um, you got a degree in the tech, like your major was uh, what, something to do with computers? Yeah. So computer science, uh, different than software engineering, um, but still relevant. Um, Computer science is the study of you know, it's the science of computers. And did you choose this major? Is the Bay Area an influence because it's a tech dominated <clears throat> place, the most, the biggest tech community in the entire world? Does the reason that you chose computer science is that because mm-hmm. you grew up in the Bay? Let's say you grew up in a small town, would you still want to do computer science? Or is this something you just did because it's the Bay? Um, I think that's a question that's really still tough to answer. Um, 
Uh, I was in community college for quite a quite a long time, and that was because I did choose the route of computer science. And in high school, I didn't do all the things that I needed to do to advance uh, sooner. So that was not like a setback or anything like that, but definitely a, a learning curve that I had to go through there. And um, so I chose computer science. Yeah, definitely there was the influence of being in the Bay Area. That was a huge thing. Um, and, you know, obviously I wanted something that was going to supply me with yeah. sufficient funds. And, um, but I think the main, like the core of the core part or core component of my, me making that choice is, uh, I was, a you know, I was just fresh out of high school going to community college. Um, you know, I think a lot of people experience this. So if there's anyone like younger listening, um, you know, that not like imposter, it's like sort of kind of sort of an imposter syndrome sort of thing where you feel maybe like you're not good enough or uh, where am I in life sort of thing. And I was experiencing that at, you know, 17, 18 years old. Like that's very, just a very common thing. And, um, you know, I was just like, I was just like, it's just a, it was just a really, I don't know what graced me with the choice of like saying I needed to do something to challenge me, but something something i don't know what it was but maybe just a part of my inner self that was just like yo you need to do something that's gonna be something that's gonna challenge you and you get a skill out of essentially well when you were saying um that whole imposter syndrome and not really knowing where you're, you you belong that's basically mm-hmm. what you're saying right and you yeah, felt yeah. That at 17 18 yeah have you felt that now as a 26 year old because I feel that way all the time, and I feel like when you're in 17 or 18 in high school, yeah, that's when you feel it the most, and that's when it's most common to feel like you don't really understand where you belong, where your purpose is, what path you're going on, college, no college. But, I mean, I feel like it's very normal these days for people in their 20s, 30s, fuck, 40s, mm-hmm. to feel still like they don't don't belong. And do you think that that has to do, is that a generational thing, or the, the way times are now that people feel that way? Do you, I feel mm-hmm. like back in the earlier times it was less expensive to buy houses it was the cost of living was down you could get a job way easier regarding not having a degree um essentially how 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 i think times have changed as far as that's gone as far as imposter syndrome but do you have you felt that now in your 20s or recently and yeah is that a um i think it's that's definitely like obviously a person to person question um yeah person to person obviously and um for me, for me, um, I feel like, you know, there's always just like the, sounds cliche, but there's always just like the ups and downs of uh, self-esteem. I think self-esteem is something that's not only driven by, or I know some, it's not only driven by the people that you interact with, but also how you interact with yourself, how you treat yourself and all that stuff. Um, so... When you, what do you mean by interact with yourself? How you, how you talk to yourself? What you put, your, put, your, put inside your body as in nutritional kinda. what you what you tell yourself and yeah you know that's it's that's what i was looking for a lot man. of <laughs> a lot of mental things going on there obviously there's so many dynamics involved there and um yeah person to person sort of thing of course and um i just think i asked i've asked pretty much every person i've interviewed so far mm-hmm. um kind of the whole self-esteem and I, I always bring up social media but I feel like a lot of people like the self-esteem is at an all-time low in this age group yeah and I think it has to do with a lot of comparisons comparing yourself to your peers what you see on the mm-hmm. internet and I feel like there's a 
a, a big part of that is the Bay Area because a lot of people out there, is, it's all money out there, you know? Yeah, just to live a out very there. comparative place. Um, do you feel that way? Do you ever compare yourself to your peers? Do you think you ain't doing shit compared to someone else? Do you even care? <sighs> Man, uh, definitely thought about it plenty of times. Uh, and then when I do start to think about it, I start to think, what the fuck? What's the point of thinking about this? What's the point um, of comparing yourself to others? What's the point of comparing myself to others? Um, do you care about? What I people? think that's going back to the point as well as like how you treat yourself as well as like, um, basically, if you allow yourself, you're open with yourself and your own ideas, and you try to apply those things and actually be productive for yourself. You know, you'll have less. Um, time spent thinking about what uh, what other people think and you'll have more consciousness on and or awareness of um mostly of what you're trying to do yeah uh-huh. um do you think when you talk about interacting with yourself um how big because we hit the gym earlier how big of a role does physical fitness play on your mental health <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, I giggle a bunch because it's just fucking, it's definitely something I had to, definitely something I had to like realize and be like, okay, this is actually something I need to do for my mental health. I like, you know, I mean, um, some people do other things, but it's the most productive thing that I've found for my mental health to, it's just to exercise and get that, uh, that all natural. And you don't have to be a a fucking bodybuilder or lift crazy weights or do marathons every weekend but i think that um exercise is a if you want to be completely happy and content Mm -hmm. with your life genuinely my opinion Mm -hmm. is you have to do some sort of exercise religiously Mm -hmm. you don't have to go seven hours seven days a week fucking 12 hours a day just going hard but i think that it's not talked about enough the the whole exercising and physical um exercise and that correlates with your mental health and i think that do you believe in this society that we live in that a lot of it is just handing out pharmaceutical drugs to take your problems away instead of doing things that are more natural and organic um i think there's always a cheap option um there's uh there's always a cheaper option that's it and the cheaper option is always um less effective than the actual uh oh yeah thing but you know i've For never sure. i i personally have never had problems of maybe certain degrees that i just you know i just don't have that understanding of other people and their issues and traumas etc we could go all day about that and um, you know, if people need to use that and that's for them, then that's for them. Um, if they, if they choose to turn, like choose other alternatives, um, you know, mo- more power to them for, you know, trying to discover something else. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's how I feel about that. Um, but you were saying what you were saying, bodybuilders and stuff like that. And well, you it made have- me think. Well, I know you don't have to be one of those people, but the thing is, what I want, what, like the thing I'm trying to emphasize here is that people that are bodybuilders, those dudes have been dreaming that shit and since they were a kid. They've been wanting to be a bodybuilder, strong, big, strong man. They've envisioned themselves already as a kid doing that sort of thing. And I think a good, I think a, I think it's important. This is just like a different topic entirely. If someone's going through something, I think it's very important to um, like that bodybuilder as a child, um, envision themselves as an adult as they pictured themselves going through the work that they needed to do to become that bodybuilder. I think everybody should revisit that sort of childhood 
maybe dream or aspiration, big or small, in order to like really. Um, so basically, overall self confidence. Yeah, just like like find that shit. You know what I mean? Like it's not. I mean, it's never gone. Like you have it somewhere in you, and I think everybody could like recollect some sort of thing as a child that they really admired that they could probably do now as an adult that they yeah. just forgot about. Yeah. You know? So. Have you ever had some sort of dreams like that? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it works with fitness as well. and um, But I mean, like, careers. Cause careers? I feel like a lot of people, we're all in jobs that we kind of just do, mm-hmm. but we don't love them. I'd say mm-hmm. 90, 95% of the population probably works a job that they just kind of can do, but yeah. they don't actually love it. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel that way? I mean, because... So, Tech, tech. A lot of people I know that are in the tech world, you can make a shitload of money, yeah. and it's very rewarding. And you can support a family, you can buy a house, own things. Mm-hmm. But is this something that you think would fulfill you in the long run, or do you? You're saying like my. Uh, yeah, you personally. My already my time in, uh, invested into the tech world. Are you saying is yeah. this something that's going to continue on? Yeah. Like, is there longevity in it? Um, is there longevity in it? And do you feel that one day you might want to switch over? to something else completely different and that might not be the world for you even though there is a lot of money involved sheesh that is such a there's so much depth to that question um (laughs) what can i say (laughs) i think uh just to just to kind of like uh dilute how far i can go with that for sure is like if i had to sum it up definitely um i think you know like as a kid, okay, let me just say two things that I like really, really shit, loved. Man. I really loved as a kid. Yeah. Really admired. I really admired, you know, everybody watched fucking Dexter's Laboratory and it yep. was like, yo, this is shit's tight, right? Yeah. Um, like that inspired me to be like a scientist. Not like a mad scientist like him. He was never a mad scientist. That dude was soft at the end of the day, but. Um, <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah, he was. And. Um, he had a stupid fucking voice. <laughs> yeah, <was>. yeah. <laughs> And, um, but still something about it, uh, resonated in me as far as like having that. Um, I think I, I, I think I just, it's not particularly just fucking De- Dexter's laboratory. Yeah. Cause that'd be just a lame character to try to yeah. emulate. Um, but it, along with just like a lot of things that I see that is important today's in today's world is just like, you know, information is the, like the most protected, the most maybe even polarizing sort of things information is everywhere these days and everybody wants it and everybody wants it for it's weird how it doesn't, it, doesn't it's weird how it goes but like i could get it like you could get really complicated really quickly if we talk about social media but what i'm talking about it's is actually complicated it's yeah just, go ahead yeah, yeah but what i'm talking about is like um it'd be cool to be a scientist one day i think it's something that i would really enjoy is like i really just enjoy statistics and seeing like real observations and in life and uh, being able to use those observations to um, be able to predict maybe what like changes need to be made in the future. I feel like that's just like we live in a world of ever growing fucking problems. So like I feel like the more we observe, the more we'll be become um, adept to solving our problems that we have. When you're talking about instant access and how we have so much access to information now, fingertips, snap yeah. your finger. You, don't you think that can create some sort of maybe not greed but it's, it's less of an initiative for someone to really study up on something I don't know how to explain it I think that it's great to have such instant access to information yeah. but when you bring social media into the picture 
I feel like it kind of is a damaging thing to the human brain just to always kind of have so much access and it's so accessible and so easy. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you talk about social media, I use it and I've said this, said this in every podcast, but I always talk about it because I want to know everyone's opinion on it. Like, do you find it dangerous? Social media as a whole, where it's going, technology mm-hmm. in general. And what do you, how about this? Say all that. What do you do? What is your job? What do you do? Um, so is it dangerous? Um, yes, it can media. be. It, it, social media can be dangerous. Technology. Are you yeah. talking about, so are you talking about social media? You're talking about technology. Both of it. I think a lot of it's social media, but I think like the more technology advances that are happening every day, the yeah. stupider we get as, as a society. You're saying Lazier the and unmotivated. It, yeah. I do agree with that. Or do you, what do you feel about that? I think it's just the American culture. Um, personally, American culture is like a huge thing. Um, there's definitely different perspectives in different parts of the world and how not only they view us and all that stuff, but like interpersonal, if we have to talk about it, interpersonal or inter dimensional, <laughs> interdimensional inter. No, it's uh inter. It's just like, uh, basically, you know, the world of communicating like different cultures it's just intercultural communication. Yeah, yeah, it's literally yeah. just that. Um, for some reason, it wasn't clicking right away. But um, intercultural It didn't download yet. Yeah, it literally it was rendering. That wasn't um, instant access. That took a while. It's called yeah, buffering. Literally, yeah. I don't got that 4G or whatever the 5G shit. Or oh, okay. it's 5G now, 5G, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not even real. Anyways. Um, 5G is not real? <laughs> what is 5G? Is 5G bad for you? 5G is a standard. So if I had to go back to the, what I learned in fucking computer science... It's not 5G is not real. It's a real thing. But the thing is, is it 5G, 4G, 3G, those are all standards. Every single time the triple uh, EI or whatever it's called, fucking internet, people of the internet, whoever create those standards, um, basically they'll be like, okay, when it was 3G, there was like faster connection. Everybody was like faster connection, faster connection, faster connection, right? Everybody, when they heard th- uh, 3G, faster connection, that's it. That was the main point. And that was the selling point in fucking 2010 or 2009, whatever the fuck that time was. Yeah. And um, 2009, I had an iPhone 3GS. And, and then uh, you got 4G, and 4G was um, multiple multiple devices, all like just more devices. That was like the the standard that they were pushing then, and mm-hmm. it was just like. And nowadays, you know, you have so many devices, you have high speed internet for all your devices, and that was the 4G standard. Now they bring out this 5G standard which is just like ultra. It's trying to be this ultra uh, bandwidth, just fucking eat through it all, do whatever you want on the internet sort of thing. Um, is it even so, doing anything though? Because it, this kind of sounds to me, it reminds me of like when Apple drops the new iPhone. They don't really do anything, but people eat it up. I'm one of them for years. I've been fucking going with Apple products, but it, it, to me it's weird. Like 3G, 4G, 5G, iPhone 10, 11, 12. Mm-hmm. What? Is it just a money grab? Is everything all about money? Because I'm starting to think everything's all about fucking money, and I wish I had more. Well, I mean, that's going back to the next point, the past point, which was: Are we becoming dumber? Are we becoming blah blah blah? You were saying as a society, are we? Blah blah blah. I don't think we're becoming dumber. I'm thinking just that, um, you know, having that accessibility is um, it's depriving or like be able like basically. You know, all animals, like, everything is, like... No one reads books anymore. It's not only that, but, like, everything is just changing. That's it. It's changing so fast, and, like, it only gets faster and faster. And I feel bad for older people because they have to deal with this shit. Like, imagine being, like, turning, like, 65 right now. 
Actually, 65 is not that bad. You d- you had 3G, 4G, all that shit. But still, I mean, I'm saying like just being an old person and just like if you're not the if you're not an old person in California, I should say, uh, you're very behind. You probably got a flip phone. There's plenty of flip phones in America still. That's what I'm saying. And then you take it to other parts of the world, like as far as like how social media works, it's totally different. Um, totally different. They they view it all differently. And I've like talked to a lot of people from different countries and stuff like that, and they. You know, they have their perspective on things and they're just kind of thinking that Americans are psychos. And I, um, you know, I don't blame them. I try to reason with them and they know that, you know, there's, there's good, good and bad everywhere, you know? So, um, it's, not, and it doesn't, technology doesn't come down to goods and bads and stuff like that. What I'm saying is that like, um, it's definitely just blown up in America and not a lot of other countries are really focused on that. And do you do you want to live on land? Land? One day. When would you be a suburban guy, city guy? Do you want to live in oh, um, acres? Like how much how much land do I want? I mean, I think everybody can agree that land is such an asset. Um I don't think so. I don't think everyone would agree. I think a lot of people wouldn't even know how to survive just on a couple acres. And I think a lot of people need that social city buzz. I, I agree with the acres uh, thing. But what okay. I'm saying okay, is okay. It takes a turn, like you're saying, uh, what I'm saying is biased and subjective to me because I enjoy those things. Not so much biased. I just think because we're talking about social media and technology advancing so much, I even think little things like moving and living on some sort of property where there's acres Mm -hmm. and away from people Mm -hmm. could be so beneficial to the mind instead of being so wrapped up in a city around a bunch of people. And I'm correlating that with... So now we're talking about... Okay. Uh, as far as beneficial, I don't think I don't think there's ever any sort of. This is the way to live. Um, I think that yeah, living away from people definitely will give you some sort of different instinctive. You'll learn something about your instincts essentially. Um, that's different than interacting with other people. But then you lose that interaction with other people, and then your instincts has now changed with as far as like social cues and stuff like that. Like your your social skills went down. My social skills are fucking just, I live in a city and I live around people. Yeah. But yeah, when you don't interact, I guess in a lot of ways, <clears throat> my social skills go down. That's why I did these fucking podcasts. Mm-hmm. But, um, how important do you think, how important is socializing social socialization to you for how you personally important? talking to people, interacting <clears throat> with people? Is it important to you? Can you be on your it's own? It's only important you- if I like, I'm very specific. I'm just the type of person that be very specific as far as who I have as friends, including you, obviously. Yeah. And um, a, a person, a person, question, of course. And well, you're the person sitting here. I'm so. the person. Yeah, yeah. And I keep saying that shit, but it's just like <laughs> obviously. I think I'm just. Um, that's the. That's my. Um, my openness, trying to. I don't need to be open. It's about me, baby. Um, <laughs> yup. And um, say the question again. I'm sorry. How important is it to socialize with people? How important is it to um, get a, at least multiple times a week interaction with other humans, even if it doesn't, it's not your friend, just interaction <laughs> in general, maybe a bar, maybe the gym, uh, like that small talk. Yeah, because you could even be just like regular, just body language. Yeah, I get you. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, it's a fundamental part of animals. We're animals, we're mammals, whatever you want to, you know, however you want to say it. And um, interaction is important. And the less interaction you have um, with anything, I think it's whether it's people, 
or I don't know, just like any experience, you'll you'll obviously just be. Can you be by yourself? Can you do things by yourself? And oh, I love it. Really? Yeah, I love it. It's the it's the greatest thing. It. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Do you ever get in your thoughts too much or have some sort of oh fuck? I can't. I can't be my own best friend right now. I can't. Because mm. I've been I'm, like oh. Like you need somebody basically to talk yeah, to. Yeah, maybe it doesn't saying? have to be like a girlfriend. It doesn't have to be like a best friend. But in a way, yeah, like you always need to be doing something. Are you ever in a – are you ever uncomfortable just with your own self? Thoughts. <laughs> and thoughts because um, they, they scare the – mind scare the fuck um, out of me. I think I – think, um, I think boredom is a dangerous thing. And if you're sitting too long and you're bored with your own mind – it's bound to go somewhere where it doesn't need to be. Does um, boredom breed creativity for you personally? Boredom, creativity. Does it create create? Ooh, yeah. Does um, it create creativity? Does damn. it create creatine? <laughs> Stupid. It's fucking five grams a day. Let's go. <laughs> oh my god, I can't um, do that shit. Yeah, when you're bored in your own thoughts, like, does it breed some sort of? Because you play music, right? Yeah, man. You play um, music. No, I wouldn't say it breeds creativity, man. I would say that. You don't think so? You don't think being bored? I mean, sometimes someone. I think it. I think it depends on the will. How the will's feeling. If the will is down and you're bored, then you're gonna do only things that are shitty. If your will is up and you're bored, you're gonna like, what the fuck am I doing? Let me do something, right? So like, yeah, for sure, it can spawn creativity, but it could definitely spawn, you know, something else. Negative. Just stupid dark. shit. Whatever. It doesn't even have to be necessarily that. You could just waste your time just fucking flicking through Instagram or some shit where you're just trying to ignore your thoughts. It's simple as that. Um, and that's like how social media would be able to like you know be a coping me- mechanism for people just to isn't mindlessly. That a, isn't that a stupid it. fucking coping mechanism though? Scrolling through other people. There's lives. lots of stupid co- coping mechanisms. Drugs, drinking, all that shit. Yeah. I agree. Um, it, it, you just can't use it as a mechanism. You have to use it for enjoyment. And that's what it's, it's there for enjoyment. Like, uh, yeah. If I'm te- if I'm intentionally putting poison in my body, I need to tell myself my brain that it's a good thing. <laughs> I can't be like, fuck. I'm gonna Do you know how to switch wrong. it off? Do you know how to turn it when you when you're you know maybe fucking scrolling through Instagram, maybe you fucking smoke this, drink that, or do something ne- negative? Does your brain is your brain have that intuition and response? To tell you, like, stop doing this is bad for you. Or do you not know if something's bad for you like or not? Like self-control? Yeah, saying? self-control. Just the, the the willpower to know you should be doing this right now. When I party too much or when mm. I do something, mm. my brain, I'll beat the fuck out of myself. And mm. I'll tell myself. I almost am too hard on myself to the point where it's mm. paralyzing. But do you feel that way? Can you... um? Yeah, it understand like when it's bad and you need to stop doing certain things? You don't have to tell me what they are if you don't want, but... <laughs> Yeah, um, it hits me like a bus. Um, like a short need, bus? No, oh, okay. <laughs> no, like, nah, like, uh, like Greyhound. Greyhound bus. Uh, yeah, that's all bad. It yeah. smells like cigarettes and never mind. It's fucking yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, I do. Yeah, it sounds smells like six as good as Greyhound six dollars and one hundred twenty miles will gray, get you, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Greyhounds smell like cigarettes, depression, and bro, I can't even, child support. I can't even. Yeah, but nah, like, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's on those greyhounds, shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Do you do you beat yourself up? Do you, do you get hard on your? Go- you gotta get you gotta get a little rough. I'm just kidding. You, no. <laughs> do you feel we're that having way? too much fun? Um, nah, you gotta like check yourself. If you're not checking yourself, and what I mean by check myself is to, um, like if you don't have that like awareness of yourself, yeah, you're like yo, what the fuck is going on? Some people don't have that. <laughs> Yeah, some people just go beyond it or just like ignore it. Some people just ignore that shit too. You know what I mean? Some people they just know like, it's bad, but they're like, uh, uh. self sabotage right there. Yeah, That's yeah, another yeah. thing. That's like what a imposter syndrome will, if you want to like take yourself to another extent, what, what you can is, sabotage yourself. What really is imposter syndrome? Trying to be someone you're not? Trying it's to whole, em- emulate a, someone even though that's it, not who you are? It's different things. There's a lot of, I mean, different angles you can see imposter syndrome, but like imposter, right? Someone that is fakely there imitating, right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's you putting yourself into that position where, hey, I could, I'm not doing as good or whatever, even though you can just be like, you could be doing just as good, but there could be like, you could just be misusing or misinterpreting cues that you're getting. Like, say you're in a class, right? And you've got, I mean, say you have a, perfectionist like fucking personality you you probably are more susceptible to being a having that narcissistic syndrome than anything i'm glad you brought narcissistic syndrome up because i am obsessed with the thought of not not obsessed but i feel like there is narcissist every fucking where you go and i see it a lot i see Mm -hmm. it a lot and i hate to repeat myself on every podcast but i like getting everyone's perspective what are your do you do you feel the same way about narcissism being at an all time high? A lot of it due to social media and the internet and the accessibility, um, but it, those are scary people, dude. Yeah, pompous people. Um. Pompous, <laughs> narcissistic. Don't really have any feelings for anything else or anyone else. It's all about them. Um, They'll suck the soul out of you and drain your energy. Hundred percent. There's different types of narcissists as well. Really? Um, I don't really know. Well, there's like I don't know him exactly, oh, but okay. like I've dealt with mainly co- covert narcissists in my opinion. Or not my opinion, but in my experience and covert narcissism is... So sneaky? Essentially, yeah. So a covert narcissist is a narcissist that basically plays the victim role. Okay. And they (sighs) basically... Their main tactic is like... Just like regular narcissists, you don't... I mean, I got to find more definitions for next time. But like... um, I've only know this this definition because this is what I experienced the most, right? And they'll just play the victim and they use manipulative tactics and stuff like that and um yeah they're they're awful people um do you know basically pay you know any personally i know i know i I can name a handful off of well fucking let's do it yeah let's do it um easy that's super easy that's scary though they're probably someone you've probably considered your friends for a long time but i think i think um uh going to like the whole social media thing i think everybody has some sort of social media has kind of breeded that behavior of having some sort of uh i mean people want to post because they want to post i understand that you know what i mean but as far as the whole uh, there's definitely a drama that shit goes on between people like competing with each other it's definitely breeded some sort of narcissism you know what i mean yeah and so like people are trying it's not it's not no more it's not competitive because competitive is something like Competitive is something like actually a metric can validate those sort of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like a swimmer running, uh, I mean a swimmer swimming their lap 
in a certain time or something like that. There's some sort of metric attached to that. Whereas social media, your metric is being that you can um, pretty much <laughs> pretty much is you can fabricate however you want to see be seen on social media. You can fabricate whatever you want to do, and so it's just like it's like catfishing, but like your life. Well, that, I mean, it's created terms like catfishing. You know what I mean? Catfishing is a thing that is a popularized slang word because of social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't it's know where like, the fuck it came from, but yeah. But that's, that's what it is. Is like there's some sort of well, that's a different thing, but like at the end of the day, it's the same sort of behavior where you're trying to. Um, where you're trying to compete with another person. But the thing is, those aren't like tangible things that someone, that you could just get a set going and create your set, you know what I mean? It's so easy to do that shit. Just go buy a, go buy one or two things nice and throw a fucking filter on it and it's pretty easy. Um, yeah. Um, you were using a swimmer analogy, and I just saw this today, and I just want to know. You don't have to answer it if you don't want, <laughs> but I just saw, like, some um, – it was a transgender – it was a, a a man to a woman transition Ooh. and was, like, ranked 456th. And I'm only bringing this up because I just saw it today. I don't, I don't care to get into details. I was just wondering what you thought because I'm trying to figure out how I feel. Like, this is so weird. Ranked 456th during the men's, so very below average, I guess, in that – list of elite swimmers now transitioned and now is competing as a girl and just won first um do you think that's weird i know that's just so rare. i just thought of it because mm. you said swimmer do you think that's you know it's a little because we're talking about narcissistic shit and i think some of that's kind of on the narcissist level where jeez gonna hit me with that right now um that's a good what's one. your favorite that's color? a good one <laughs> no that's a good one man um, uh, you don't have to answer i think it. that's a good no i will answer but it. i don't I think, like censoring i think i'm shit. very no you shouldn't censor no. shit and I think that's a very, I think it's a very good question. Um, oh man, I'm trying to think of like, there's like, there's something comedy related that I seen and was just like, I know it was literally it's just Dave, no, it was, Dave, it was Dave Chappelle when he was saying like how, oh, uh, you know, like he he pretty much posed the same question to his audience and he was like, what if he saw fucking LeBron, like, what if LeBron James <laughs> did that sort of thing? Yeah. You know what I mean, and he's he's bringing that to light, and that's why a lot of people you know are got mad, mad. Yeah, yeah i got mad or blah blah blah. But, but like i think topics like that are relevant um you know i think if we're gonna i think if we're gonna be inclusive i think we should also be like um there's the olympics and there's the special olympics uh, great i think That's everybody great... should have their their sort of thing um and i think there's i think there's just I think there's just different ways to compete, and I think that's what it sh should be. That's it. Well, I can ask you this. One, I want to say that I can't believe I was even questioning if I should yeah. have you answer that. I would never want anyone to answer anything they don't want to, but yeah. things like that is that's something that we should all be able to just talk about. Yeah. But I think you are. You used to be a wrestler, uh, <laughs> and so I, I was gonna go into that. Actually. I just I just thought of that right now. Yeah, yeah. So kind of in that situation, how would you feel wrestling? A girl who transitioned into a guy, oh, okay. and so now it wouldn't make a difference. To it me. wouldn't make a difference, but would I'm it, not try no, to an uncomfortable match. feeling? But okay, that's what I was gonna say. Would you? Would you I'm go? I'm just try to win my match. That's it. I'm would that bother you on, though? Would it bother you? It that, would not bother me. I would not touch them differently. Um, yeah. No, <laughs> it's not, I know it sounds, yeah. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, sounds funny, like, but it's true. <laughs> I'm just wondering because these are questions and topics that um. Can I get one? Oh yes, sir. Um. Can I um? I, I ask these because I feel like 
I'm gonna make it a, a lot of people are scared to ask or talk about that. Even if we were to disagree, the thing is you could say that's fine and I could say I don't agree with that, but we would still be just as close homies. Yeah. And I think I think at the same time too though is that like uh, I think those people need to be leading leading the conversations as far as like what they want and stuff like that. Who? I think people that are like trans like trans and stuff like that. They need to be leading the stuff. They need to be making the rules for like things and stuff like that. Um it's just as democratic as anything else, in my opinion. Um, okay. Wow. It, and we live in this country of dem- democracy, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, I think it's just as able to be, you put the, give the right voice. Um, I mean, that's a tough thing in itself as well. There's politics behind that. but like. Yeah, politics suck. Politics divide everything. Do you feel like this is yeah, the most, yeah. I appreciate that. Do you feel like this is the most intrusive times that you've experienced, I mean, not intrusive, um, divisive. Sorry, divisive times oh. that you've. It only gets lived more. There are only more and more division every day. It's but like fucking osmosis, bro. <laughs> I think it's insane that we can have differing opinions, and now it's like I feel like the narrative is being pushed to divide everyone by skin color, race, gender, mm-hmm. opinion, mm-hmm. political mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. That's dangerous because we talk about the dangers of social media. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I can repeat myself all day about that. But mm-hmm. the divisiveness that is being pushed, is it scares the fuck out of me. Like politically. Anything. Anything. Anything yeah. I feel like You're it's saying, just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. No, I I feel like definitely that sort of... I think in social media, the same political... <laughs> you that's, got that's all gin right there. Oh. It's all good. Yeah, I love gin. Anyways. Yeah. Um, excuse me. It's just as nasty. It gets nast, just as nasty, and I think that's the reality. That's literally the reality of the world that everybody like it's been covered up. I've been side story, sidebar story, really quickly. Um, I was stupid enough to know that, or I was stupid enough to be a unbiased person and jury, and I was just going through it naively as fuck. And on jury um, duty, on jury duty, yeah, super naive, but great experience because I understood, like, I get to understand what how that sh- that process goes and stuff like that. And um, basically, um, unbiased. Yeah, yeah, I was unbiased, and I went through that shit, and like, just the court system in general is interesting how it works. And um, I think that you really get to see, like, how, not immature, but, like, how, you see how naive you are, your perspective is on, like, big companies and, like, foundations and stuff like that. Like, basically, people are still people and, like, it's horrid what happens in the professional settings. In what ways? Like, obviously, it starts with the person that's, like, the manager of that department. But, like, it's just interesting how in places that you think need to be the most tactful and um, concise on a lot of things. You know what I mean? Uh, We're talking about security defense shit. Like, U.S. I'm involved in that world for my job. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm saying, like, in that world, like, that's the case that was kind of nearing. And... um, Yeah, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how unprofessional people are and how the world is actually fucking run. 
and how well, there's a lot that we don't know and there's a lot that we don't know we don't know so yeah it's i feel like so... even going on jury duty is just hitting the surface we don't know what the fuck really goes on on the big the big wigs the big companies the Dude, CEOs, it's so the occluded it's so supreme occluded. court it's yeah I mean, yeah but Whatever. i mean going on the divisiveness though i kind of want to get more of your opinion on do you feel like this is so divisive I've seen people that have I know people that have differing opinions even if it's just a fucking Facebook argument you guys could have been best friends family members husband <laughs> wife divorce rates are crazy oh you like that yeah yeah well just I'm actually dealing with something out of my family right now so that's let's talk question. about it can we talk about it we don't uh, have to but let's no, talk about it uh, no we don't have to talk about it in depth basically oh, uh, just kidding <laughs> no, no I'm just fucking with you um, basically it's just like and I wouldn't say it's necessarily divisive but the thing is is like um live in your body on this earth <laughs> some people are, i'm trying no no i know right but like it sounds so stupid to say that shit but it's, it's pretty stupid a, it, it sounds <laughs> sounds redundant and shit like that but like people are really not um in this world they're not really they're in their own fucking oh yeah no world and that like goes to the narcissist i was just gonna say right? that sounds yeah. like a narcissist yeah yeah and um like I said, social media is breed that shit. A lot of shit. How do you deal with a nar- how do you deal with a narcissist? What's your tactic? What's my tactic? What's your tactic? What do you do? There's only a few things you can do. Um, how do I deal with a narcissist? I'm pretty good at dealing with narcissists. Um, I think I would. I think I would be pretty good at. But like, what were your tactics? Certain narcissists. Someone and someone- hey, I'll say certain narcissists are so narcissistic that like they're just. They're just so bad and they suck so bad that they're just like, you can tell, like anyone could be like, look at them and be like, that person's just eroding, just fucking dying. And that's, that goes off of the whole energy thing. Yeah. Um, like I can tell this it. person's hollow as fuck. They're even decaying with, and shit. Can you feel that way about someone? Even if they don't even, you haven't even heard them speak yet. You can just tell right away, like um, no, I I yeah, would need to true. hear someone. You can't ask because that's that would be judging a book by its cover. Yeah, I do it I all the time. <laughs> you know, what I'm I mean? glad you asked. Yeah, um, I couldn't do that. Um, are you a judge? Are you a judgmental person? Do you judge people? I think everybody's judgmental. Everybody's trying. I'm Everybody over. has to be judgmental. It's like the world we live in, where you need to guard yourself, or not only guard yourself. I mean, not everybody guards themselves, but like. If you don't fuck with something, you don't fuck with something. And that's pretty much it. It's as point blank as that. Um. Regarding your family, taking it a weird little route, I found this interesting. You mentioned it to me, and a lot of people have these conversations <laughs> with me. Yeah. Um, and then I'll be like, fuck, dude, hold that thought. This is interesting. I want to record this. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you don't have to talk about it, but I found it interesting what you, you said. You want to talk about my, my upbringings? Is that what you're trying to say? Um, we can. Let's talk about my parents, yeah. But I was going to go off of what you heard. Today about I think a family member a, a grandfather, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let me just get into it then. Oh yeah, do um, run run with it. I have my mother and my father. They're still together. Thank God. Um, Where are they from? My mother, or let me start with my dad. He's more simple. Um, my father, right. my father is from San Martin, California, and then I went out to Hollister. And he's pretty much just been all around that sort of area, Gilroy, um, Pacheco. Not is that Pacheco? It was what is that? I don't know. I don't uh, fuck with Hollister. Yeah, I don't know. I think is that different? I don't know. Anyways, California's huge, and um, he grew out there. He's a farm boy. Did his thing. 
have a hell of a time, whatever, right? Yeah. Live a pretty simple kind of crazy childhood at the same time. But yeah. like not as crazy as my mother's. My mother's childhood. Um she was born in the seventies, uh, raised in the seventies in Boyle Heights, uh, in Los Angeles. Is that East LA? I've heard of Boyle Heights. Which that's is, that's the fucking gangster ass which is the projects, yeah. Boyle Heights is the projects, uh, back then. Pretty much just the whole ass war zone. Um, mainly demographic was mainly black and Mexicans. Um, yeah, she had a crazy, crazy upbringing. And um, when she was younger, when she was younger, um, she doesn't remember a whole lot, but um, she dealt with a lot of stuff. And one of those things was. Um, when she was young, she didn't. She basically she didn't have her father most of her life, um, starting from like past three, four years old or whatever. She didn't. Her father essentially. He ran off. Just bounced. I'm not sure entirely why. She never got to get the answer why sort of thing, but um, basically, um, as of recently, after her whole journey, like she kind of like there's parts of her life where she was like looking for her father actively and then parts that where she was more of um you know and like just was passively looking and stuff like that wasn't really you know it just gets tiring after a while you could only imagine like trying to find someone that yeah you could only supposed to be there for you and created you and wasn't around yeah exactly and like so many people deal with that so that's why i'm not trying to like over highlight it no 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 i I want to definitely but like also at the same time recognize that that is a normal thing to happen um no i was gonna say because i had someone on recently and mm -hmm. they had the same situation with their mom Mm -hmm. and uh i was asking him how that played a part because i haven't taken it for granted but I hear a lot more stories and it's more common than I think of someone that not to not really know their mom or their dad that runs off. And yeah. I don't know how that would make me as a person if that was my upbringing. I could be a completely yeah. other way around. I could be, be a fucking criminal piece of shit. Yeah. Or I could be whoever just because of the lack of a parent or both parents. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to go into details about your mom, I guess. But do you think that basically, well, what did you find out? What did, what did your mom find out? Um... Oh, man, um, I mean, she could probably be keeping things from me too. She maybe she's not really. I don't have to put your family on blast. I just no, 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 no. It's definitely very interesting. It's really cool being able to. I mean, there's TV shows about it where people are like reconnecting yeah. with their parents oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Wild which is, concept. Like, cool. So like, I mean, those are the shows my mom like would watch too. You know. So, anyways, you know, you're missing a part of you, and that's fucked up. And. Um, I don't know. It's just tough. It's nothing that I've. It's nothing that I've ever experienced. So I can't really ever like be able to express how that feels. But, but what like, happened? What did you what find out? Her? Oh, okay, my bad. Um. Um. Basically, we found out that he had passed away like eight months ago, um, or something like that. From in Mexico, he was like deported into Mexico or some shit like that. I guess he didn't have his the card or whatever i i I don't even know you i feel like you could just get mixed up in that shit nowadays too like you just don't have your shit with you and you just like oh yeah we're gonna bag you up and throw you out yeah sort of thing but anyways i'm not sure the details of that but basically we have family in like texas or something like that or arizona or one of those midwest states um and um 
excuse me, I got a burp in here. Um, and um, basically, we found out that, like, basically that he just died in Mexico. There was nothing really crazy, but, like, um, I think the thing that was the coolest to see um, was just physically how he looked and how that, like, um, transcended through our genetics. And, like, I got a lot of... Um, but I thought you were telling me that he wasn't actually your mom's dad. No, he is. Oh, so then I just hyped that up. I could have swore you told me earlier that we found out that your grandpa wasn't your blood grandpa. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. Well, I'm this sorry. podcast just went to shit. <laughs> well, Anyways, uh, um, well, worry what didn't happen tonight. So I guess it's a lack. <laughs> do you think that affected, like, I mean, what was your upbringing like? Do you think that... that tr- your mom uh, not having a good relationship it trickled like down to, into your and how she treated you. The past informs the present, my friend. Um, that's always consistent. That's just how it is. It's nature. It's such a... It's kind of a lame saying, in my opinion, but it's such a true saying. Obviously, the past informs the present. And Did you have a good upbringing? I had a great upbringing, man. Um, definitely, like, parts of it took for granted. Um, but also... You know, it was, it's good. Being the youngest of a lot of boys in my family was fun. And <laughs> that's how I'll describe it. You get it. beat the fuck up? Yeah, I mean, that's what it is, bro. Is that why you became a wrestler? Because you're tired of getting beat the fuck up your whole life? <laughs> uh, no. Um, I became a wrestler because I just enjoyed the, the physical part of it. I enjoyed the movement. I enjoyed the... It's definitely like I mean a lot of combat. Whether you're talking about judo, well, knowing or combat, jujitsu, and stuff like that. Knowing combat, like I don't know combat. I'm confident for the most part of getting down, but there's a lot of people out there that would whoop my ass. But um, <laughs> you have an actual background with actually training. Does that give you some sort of um, a humble outlook on um, how I'm you view? Outlook is loaded. Let's go for it. Yeah. No, because people that are jujitsu, people that are jujitsu martial artists, or people that fight MMA, people are MMA. people. All I gotta say is people are people. No, but what I'm saying is people that are in MMA usually seem to be the ones that are more quiet when it comes down to a physical confrontation because they are understanding of their powers. Whereas the dude, mm-hmm. the, the drunk dude at the bar, might be talking shit. He's just a fucking idiot. But mm-hmm. do you feel humble or more just like relaxed knowing that you have like a, a conscious of my ability to fucking abilities, yeah. drop somebody? Ah, oh, man. I, uh, These I mean, questions I, are getting I don't even like Every- to say it. I don't even like to say it. I mean, bro, keep everything a secret. That's all I got to say. Be a sleeper all, all the time. That's a good, that's a good way to live, huh? Keep your fucking mouth shut. Keep that shit. Loose keep lips, that shit locked sink in. Sink ships. Keep it locked in and closed. That's what I'm saying. Is like, is that yeah. that's a good outlook on life, probably, right? Yeah, and like, talk about it too much. The opposite happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it just goes down to like just principles of being actually like the OG. Like, if we're talking about, I mean, he's mainstream, obviously, but everybody knows Bruce Lee. But like, who? Bruce Lee, bro. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> stupid ass. And um, he's the OG of like fight. Like he made he's people like want to fight. Film show. It, like he literally was like the the pioneer of filming for like uh, people in his culture too as well. He like opened that up for uh, his culture essentially. So um, his son died in a very art. tragic way. You know about Brandon Lee? No. 
They his, both died tragically then? Yeah, his son died at the same way Alec Baldwin killed that. No way. It was like 1991. Whoa. He was filming in a, a filming for a movie called The Raven, I What's believe. What's up with that, bro? There and has to be some shit some some that. some tech. Some one of the dudes on this, I guess the actor that was using the gun or something. They were filming it, and there was a fucking loaded like around it, a live round, and they sh- he nah, shot. Nah, dude, him. that shit's not like coincidence. I gotta That's say. okay. And there's a conspiracy behind that. There's also a conspiracy behind Bruce Lee's death. But yeah, yeah, do you think that these are like when Alec Baldwin shot that 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 staff crew member? How was that? That's a crazy coincidence. Don't you have to check over a gun and a live... Like you're saying, isn't there a fucking protocol for that shit? Right? Well, you shouldn't be dying from that. Yeah. I don't know. And a lot of the... Yeah, a lot of the accidental... Bro, I don't know, man. Um, and you know, anybody could be like, yeah, that's a fucking conspiracy, right? Are you a conspiracy the, theorist? No, I'm not an expert in those informations. Like, basically what I'm saying is that I have to have years of experience of working on a set to be like, nah, it was a flute. Like, it was like a random, terrible accident, you know what I mean? Versus like something that was intentionally done, right? And so I would have to know the ins and outs of like being on a crew, production, how like communication happens and all that stuff in, in order to like fully understand like how that can be maybe a conspiracy or not a conspiracy but so, but you're not a conspiracy kind of guy you don't everybody loves to let their mind wander though i think feel like that's like a i feel like you have to let your mind wander you can't just be listen to what yeah. you're being told because you're not always going to get the truth there's always more out there that you don't know that you have to kind of discover i just think yeah. it's weird when people i think full-on full-blown conspiracy theorists are ridiculous but mm-hmm. i also think people that just kind of go with what they're being told on you know the same three channels or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck channel they choose to watch on the TV. I think those people are just as ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You always got to dive deep into something. Not too deep, but you always have to be able to keep an open mind. And I think people that don't keep an open mind are fucking annoying mm-hmm. and ridiculous. And that's what I'm going to say. If you don't have an open mind, figure out how to open it. Yeah. But then there's narcissists and narcissists don't know how to open their mind. I don't know. There's fucked yeah, up yeah. people out there, man. <laughs> scares the fuck out of yeah. me. Um, yeah. I didn't really ask you a question. Sorry. I was just going on no, a little tangent. Good. I like the tangent. You're, you're very on point. I feel like a lot of people would relate to that. Um, how, do, how, do you, as... how, do you, how do you feel right now in your current life right now? It doesn't have to be sitting at this table doing this podcast, but what do you feel like? <laughs> Two years into this COVID bullshit, you are working in a tech job. Um, you live in San Jose. Thanks for setting it up. Yeah, go ahead. You live in San Jose. Um, my condolences, because honestly, I, 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 I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've repped San Jose for years now, and oh, I'm just like, eh. Um, how do you feel right now? <laughs> As a whole, huh? Just, yeah, your situation. Are you, um, happy? Are you happy with the way life's turning out for God you? Goddamn. Um, I think there's plenty of fucking, I feel like I've just like... <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm now just, you're good, bro. I'm start I feel like I questions. finally fucking, you know, like over the past two years, I had, I mean, I've been out of school for like almost two, almost two years now. I feel like the first year was definitely me trying to figure out how to make this soil work. And then once I figured out how to make the soil work, fertilize that a, shit, you know, put a seed in there and hope for the best sort of thing. And, you know, just trying to work towards that, toward it. Like, I work 
I express myself. I access. I express myself through analogies. So like that's the best way I can really yeah, no. do it. Analogies is that, like, paint a picture way easier for most people to comprehend. So I would say that <laughs> sounds lame. I would say I probably have like my first like fucking solid stem going this way, and I'm still going up. You know yeah. What I mean. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying to get hella erect. <laughs> do you think college when you got your degree? I mean, yours is more specific, but I guess for it, you don't have to make it an advice, giving advice, but mm-hmm. was was college worth it for you? I guess it was because your degree is in computer science and you kind of need a degree for that shit, but is it, is it worth it? Is it worth it for someone who doesn't really know what they want to do? How about you don't oh, really man. know what you want to do? Should I go to a, it's a formality? Um, I got a degree in CS because, like I said earlier, it was just something I wanted to push myself in, but even that as itself is just you know there's different words to different degrees as far as like how much of a skill it is um but as far as being a formality it's all the same because like i could be a cs major and just apply for like a regular desk admin bullshit job you know what i mean just live a normal life if i wanted to so it depends on the person i guess if you want to go to college or not like, are you saying like it? school? Is it worth it? Yeah, school, four-year university. Oh, yeah. Is it worth that? Is I the love bachelor's, answering this question. Is the ba- okay, so then answer it. Is the bachelor's degree worth it? Is going to school worth it? Even if you're someone that doesn't really know exactly what they want to do. It's a lot of money. Um, school is for a certain individual that wants to do something. Uh, school is always there, and it's yeah, it's expensive. But as you get older, you can find different loans that will help you out. Um so I don't think school really is something that needs to be focused on, honestly. I think I think what's more important is that person really trying to understand what they're trying to do. Um, I think we're pushed into it way too quickly, um, like fresh out of high school. And, yeah, I definitely And agree. people have degrees now. I know people that have degrees now, and they're like, yeah, I just did it because that was the thing that I did after uh, high school sort of thing. Well, and the amount of people you see that got a degree and they do not do anything with in that field of what they got their degree in. Yeah, maybe they just hate the field. Like, I, I've, I've talked to plenty of people that graduated from Santa Cruz from computer science just like me, and they said they were over doing software and they had to work with people instead of doing that you know what i mean and it's just like it's just not just another choice that someone's gonna make and that's that's school as well if you want to go through school and if if school's something that works for you if you're good with the school like the structure of it and being able to do that sort of thing then you know do it but um and if you also have like you know the opportunity to do it the time to do it all that stuff there's so many factors involved i think i think school is definitely something people should at least try it once in their life and if they're they don't feel like they're want to do school don't be a bum go fucking go to the library read a fucking book <laughs> is your dad is your dad in the the, the trades the construction industry yeah, so my dad uh he pretty much he dropped out of high school so he i mean perfect transition my father's great example of that he dropped out when he was a junior he said i'm making more money than sitting at this fucking desk sort of j- shit, you know what I mean? And Do you so think that like, the trade jobs are pushed like they should be? Because you can make a lot of money and they're rewarding careers, but mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't talk about them. Just go to college. I think, you graduate high school. You feel me, Brian? You go to, yeah. You're supposed to go to high school, 
And then you're supposed to go to a four-year and figure out when you're 18 what you want to do with your life. Whereas when you're 18, after you graduate high school, maybe you want to be an electrician. In five years, you're a journeyman foreman. Then you're running the show, making six figures. Didn't have to go to school for that. Yeah, doing some big dog shit, too. Yeah. Yeah, You think that... You think that... Do you think that they... um, Society, we don't really, we don't push trades. I mean, your dad dropped out of high school. I don't know what he does specifically, but it's the trades. He's, you don't he's have to, now like a. I mean, he's worked his way all the way from bottom. But he's a top. homeowner in the Bay Area, and he dropped out of high school. Yeah, exactly. That exactly right, which is crazy. Um, they don't push that. And he's not a homeowner shit. in fucking. He's in a homeowner in a nice area. Too. It's like yeah, San Jose, San Jose, Los Gatos area. That's yeah. like good. I mean, there's a lot of families out there succeeding and stuff like that's awesome. But. Do you think yeah. that, um, like I'm saying, they don't talk about that enough? You're expected to go to school and maybe everyone wants to be a sale, tech mm. sales or computer science or mm. I'm going to be a real, I'm not a real estate agent because you don't need to go to school for that. But yeah. they don't talk about trades. Yeah. Do you agree? Why Why would you gonna Why are you going to push an 18-year-old oh. to figure out right out of high school that they need to go to school? What do they need to go to school for? Yeah. Like a garbage man People think garbage yeah. men That's a bad job I would be Dude they are That's a solid fucking career And no one talks mm-hmm. about it The narratives are everywhere man They yeah. want you to fucking do, do, do. Fuck that dude Yeah Be a welder I think, I think what it is <laughs> I think what it is bro is Also is like a matter of privilege as well um, I wasn't My dad never pushed me To do those sort of things Because I had like He had done those things Essentially He had worked those jobs for me to have the privilege of not having to work those jobs. But the thing is at the end of the day, those jobs are not bad jobs. I know what I'm saying. Like, I think those jobs are like some of the best jobs out there. Cause they, they teach you how to work with your hands and how to work with people. And you know, it's a, it's a project in itself. You know, you understand the development or the life cycle of what the fuck's going on of something. You know what I mean? So from start to finish, from start to finish and like maybe not entire finish, but like you get at least get the chunk of it. And, um, you know, I think those are things I think, I think not that, yeah, it's definitely not as advertised for sure. Because like, um, trade jobs were like, you know, that's like the jobs that were filled up right away as like the whole as, as America was developing and then technology came in and now we got this whole entire another fucking subset or set of jobs that, that we have that are just entirely different it's so different it's like it's so weird though at the same time how they're correlated because you need buildings in order to have, like put tech people in exactly there. yeah so. were your parents supportive of your decision to go down the um, tech, the tech route yeah um, they've always been supportive um, not like not like always hyping me like here's the deal like i they let me do what i wanted to do and i'm grateful for that yeah um and i maybe wish a part of me does wish they would push me more to like do certain like had done certain things but um at the same time them not doing that definitely helped me fully mature like or develop some sort of will for myself to do what i want to do yeah because don't you think without as good as it is to have supportive parents, which I have both very supportive parents, mm-hmm. but um, without them telling you a certain route to go down and they're telling you the path you need to go on with, with them not doing that, don't you think that's a good way to mature on your own because you're shaping how you're supposed to be without anyone else? It's always good to get advice, but there's people out there, there's certain parents out there, you're going to be a doctor. You're going to be a doctor. Yeah, it's so weird, dude. 
Um, you can't tell so if you're you're gonna be you're gonna oh, play man, this sport. Dude. What if I don't want to play this sport? What if I want to learn how to play the clarinet? This is there's there's succumbing in both in two different ways. Succumbing means to forfeit essentially, in my opinion. But um, basically, you can forfeit and say your father owns a fucking bit like a like a business, and you can just work for that business for the rest of your life, and you just end up inheriting in it. Inheriting. Do you think it, that's that that's that's forfeiting in a way where it's like because you didn't go out of your way to find something exactly. that you really wanted to do, you exactly. got something placed into your hands. It's cool. I've always thought about inherit. Like, what if my dad owned a business and I I've seen it happen, bro. I've seen it happen. It depends on the person, of course, too. But like people that I've seen that have done that have like ended up just being like so dry because just so dry. It's a great word. How great word to use to describe. Yeah, because I know the thing exactly is, is like, because about. and it's dry because it's been like generations of this thing. Like it's if it's something that like. If your if your family was a pioneer of something, that makes sense to keep it going. That's yeah, like keep the name alive. Keep yeah, the, keep the product strong. Exactly. But if your parent if your parent was just doing something to survive, and you're taking after that, owning a restaurant, owning a restaurant. Oh my god, you you will fucking drain up. Yeah, it's that's so draining. Yeah, that's just entirely. That's like, how you. Isn't that how you would create a? Unless show? it's success, like it depends on the success of the company, but st- or, or the restaurant or whatever. But like at this end of the day, man, like. But don't you think it depends? Why on, would you want to? That's. Oh, but man. don't you think it just depends on the person if they want to do that or not? Anyways, it's, what if? Yeah, it's definitely the person. If your dad like, owned, a, if your dad, I'm not that person. If you're so, thing. if your dad owned a construction business and he was successful. That's essentially how my dad is right now. Is like but he doesn't own the business, but he's a strong partner so with the fucking business. So let's say he owned it, and um, yeah. it's your last name, construction. Would you still do the tech route, or would you be like, all right, this is just an automatic job. I don't have to work for it. Should I just take it over and go down this route? Or um, would you still have that strong will to be like, even though that's a great opportunity, I would still want to do what I want to do? The latter, yeah. Um, it's good. It's good. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Definitely, it's like it's you get to learn everything and like knowing technology. Going to school for like going to school. No, you're good. To go into school for technology is definitely it was a really good choice because I see how a lot of the world works as far as like being that we are in the technology age. It's like everything is technology. Therefore, I get to understand. I have the privilege of going to school and being able to understand how. Most of the things work, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah, which is really cool. So. What's your favorite skateboard trick on a flat ground? <laughs> you're yes, one of the, the best. You're, you're one of the best skateboarders I've, I've skated with. I mean, like... Oh, yes, I love skating. Oh, yeah. I have I filmed this fool doing lines. Dude, mm. this fool's doing impossible. Let me to, to start out. Let me just... This is my favorite thing I think I've ever filmed besides old school shit. I'll just hype you up really quick. You're not that cool. <laughs> um, I'm as fuck, bro. Double kick flip. Okay. Tray yeah. flip. Yeah. Nolly heel? No. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I never got those good well, I think actually. a backside 180 switch heel flip. And switch heel flip? Yeah, I think you flip. did some sort of half cap flip too, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you... How do you... People understand that that's hard. All yeah. those tricks are hard. Um, How did I get there? Yeah, I mean I've skated my whole life. I you want to hear? You hear? Want to hear the story? Okay. Yeah. Um, basically, it was middle school, and here's like is a great story because Campbell Skate Park. Yeah, of course. But before that, this is middle school. I had just moved into the area from Andrew Hill Hill area or whatever, and I'm going to Union Middle School. Fucking go Tigers, right? And <laughs> yeah. 
I enjoyed Union more than Lee. I did too. It was way better. Yeah. Um, and so basically I wanted to be part of the, like it's just the cool like, kids. Move, exactly. It's a cool kid. You skateboarding fit in, is bro. the cool like, way to go. You smoke pot and you I skateboard. My, I, you know, I had my imposter syndrome. I had my uh, thing, you know, I wanted to be cool, you know, get the girls. Yeah. They get the cute emo chicks, right? Oh, love them. That was <laughs> like 303 and all that shit. Uh, so speaking of emo girls, how dude, MGK, that guy needs to be put in jail already. Needs to be put under the ground. Yeah, he needs there's to be, no he's use for him. Guy. There's no Anyways, use for him to be on this earth. Why would you MGK, make a song? you're a freaking emo, piece of shit. Emo girl, dude. You know, you're not a rapper, and then you become like I the like fucking. I love Willow Smith, but uh, you yeah. love Willow Smith. I love Willow Smith. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, okay. <laughs> um, she's got some good music. I this whole this whole revival of punk, uh, fucking whatever she's going. through I think right it's now. fucking stupid that the I think whole it's revival crazy. of punk in general. There's never gonna be another punk scene. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> MGK. We shut the fuck up, dude. Willow Smith, go be rich on someone else's time. All right, that's how I feel. But Anyways. I'm negative, and I don't have that many friends now because I'm so negative. How did you get good at skateboarding? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh god. Uh, yeah. So I wanted all the emo girls, and basically, I would like, you know, e- eavesdrop in the conversations of the skater boys, like talking and shit. Like, I did a kickflip on a five stair. I did a kickflip. That's the on farthest I've gone. Was a kickflip on a five stair. Yeah, never and, went farther than that. And basically, yeah, same for them. And I ended up basically just going to the skate park every day. I enjoyed skateboarding as well. It's something that. Well, like, I've seen you hit quarters doing kickflip fifty fifties on like big quarter pipes. And, and shit, um, yeah. Were you always kind of fearless? Because I'm trying to put this into a picture of some like someone that's watching or listening doesn't really understand. Like these are gnarly tricks, and I've always looked at people that can do that shit. Like it's so fucking cool, man. Um, I've always been kind of fearless. I've seen you go for it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever um, do that again. No, I never do it again. Um, were you fearless? Because like, how do you get good? You have to. Just, is that repetition? Do you think you were just kind of naturally good at it? Both because I've seen you skate, bro. Couple people out there that I know personally will just shred. I'll tell you this: being the youngest, uh, like uh, boys, like I was saying earlier, is like that competitive aspect of being able to keep up was such a huge, um, just theme. And basically, if I didn't keep up, then I was out, left out essentially. So like, I had to keep up. So that made me a quick learner. And my cousins skated a fuck ton, um, and yeah, I wanted to be cool like them. So that was it. I mean, not only my my cousins being influenced, but I like wanted a girls. You know, you're middle school; all those hormones are just getting dumped into you. Oh and, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. And so basically, I got good because those kids were saying all these things, and like they never, I never seen that shit, and then. I ended up like trying to be as good as that and ended up being better than those kids that like were just lying in the first place. Would you consider yourself a humble person? Would I consider myself a humble person? Yeah. Yeah, until you test me, I'll fucking yeah. I think I think. What is someone? Test me, what, so everyone's like, different when they come down to who. Like, what is testing to you when someone? Because someone for me, I'm a fucking crackhead. Someone just don't push me, me around. around. Just don't push me around. Just don't push me around. How do you deal with people that you can't stand? How do you deal with people that don't like you? People that hate on you? What do you What do you do in those situations? Do you? I'm usually not around them. Okay. They're usually so irrelevant already that they're just gone. Just done. You think you'd be able to handle like fame? 
I feel like you'd be able to. Mm. You wouldn't want fame. handle fame. Um, I would be able to handle fame. Wouldn't want fame. Um. Yeah, I'm you not trying to be a spectacle like that. I'm not your fucking. Yeah, I'm not like that. I'm not just like some thing you could put under a microscope like that. It's yeah. not. It's not me. I'm not that. I'm more of a private person. Yeah. Not only, I mean, yeah, I guess, but like, yeah. You just don't need people up in your business. I was just wondering because I feel like it's not that I don't need people up in my business. Like it's just like. Well, a lot of people want to be rappers right now. A lot of people want to be rappers. They want to be famous. Yeah. And I think it's a lot of people these days are more on the goal of getting famous rather than perfecting a craft of rapping or making music or maybe you're a painter, but a lot of people don't care about the craft. They just care about doing it just to get the fame. That's just a tangent I'm going on, but I feel like, well, like rapping, that, it's hard yeah. for me to identify as a rapper. I don't identify. I never tell myself I identify as a rapper or I'm a rapper identified. It's not my pronouns. Um, it's hard for me to say shit like that because I feel like that game is so watered down. When you make music, you've been making beats for years, and I remember me and Joe were slapping some of your shit in the fucking empty ass gym. Lee Jim, fucking nah, some hoops some or Saratoga. You can't use it? Yeah, he, no, he he makes he's been making beats, and but you are very quiet about it. I know a couple people that are very quiet. Why are you quiet about your music? You don't post it. You've had you have a gang of music on SoundCloud yeah. that I've been I've had in playlists since I was like a fucking eighteen year old. Why don't you talk about it? Why don't you promote it? Are you doing it just for yourself? Do you ever care to have other people listen to it? God, I'm getting good at these questions, motherfucker. You hear that shit? That's a hell of a good question. Um, yeah, I guess I'm quiet about it. Mm. That's a good question. You have a pretty decent discography. Yeah, I got some cool shit. I got some cool shit. It's not like... But why don't you post it? The quality it? of it could be way better, and that's something... Yeah, I, that's we're always the we're all, Everybody's always working on their quality. Yeah. I at least hope so. If you're not, then you're... This is the first podcast sucks. I have with someone else wearing headphones, so that just, every day you improve. Yeah, exactly. But why so. don't you... You don't want to... You do it for yourself. What's your process with music? I mean, you've always... I mean, you could kind of answer this question a little bit, too, is like... You would ask me about, you know, I skateboard and shit like that, but you throw names at me of famous skateboarders. I ain't gonna. Yeah, you don't know like the teams really, or you're really good at skating, but you don't care to know about like that. Yeah, I think it's just more of like, I guess it is that pure enjoyment of it. Um, you would never make music for other people, basically. No, never. I think I just, yeah, it's pure enjoyment, um, which is dope. I feel like that's dope. I feel like. Do you think? Do you think that's how you're supposed to be an artist? As a true artist? No, do you do I don't think any artist is supposed to be any sort of way. I think that's just the type of artist I am. Fucking good answer. Yeah. Isn't that beauty about, beauty about art? As you can, it's there's no limits. There's no rules. There's do never. What you yeah. Want. It's, it's just life as well, man. And I think that's, that's why it sucks that we have all these fucking pressures because there's like really no one way to live your shit. You know what I mean? It's just. That can tie into the pressure to go to school too, or. Yeah, inheriting your dad's everything. fucking pizza shop. Stop or stressing. Go get a job. Ooh. Try to make good for yourself, but get the basics going, and then fucking then work from there. You know, just try to survive at first. It's easier said than done. This world sucks, but yeah. Do you think it's? Do you think? Do you think it's getting better or worse? I want you to sit right there. Yeah. People are becoming more aware of the problems of the world. hundred percent. Like, of course. Like, people are becoming more aware of the problems of the world. But at the same time, you could say that people are probing, like, not probing, but, like, just making shit up in order to, like, create problems, essentially, right, too. But um, I think as far as, like, 
I think the my, the mo the thing that I've I mean maybe this is just me stuck in my own little fucking holistic bubble, but like um like I feel like a lot of people have realized that like mental health is just such a huge thing, especially after the the past the, the past <laughs> two years, three years of the whole thing going you, on. You think it's, it's like, talked about enough? It's more no one really talks about mental health like they should. I talked. About I think people that ignore mental health issues have mental health issues, and people that. How do you feel about? Do you okay, any- well, actually, I couldn't say that entirely because, like, there are people that have mental health issues that want to help themselves, and like, God bless those people that want to do that shit. Like, fuck, good for you. You're trying to push through your shit. <clears throat> well, you're a human. Um, <laughs> do you have anxiety of any sort? Anxiety. I think my uh, my biggest anxiety would probably be getting out of my bed in the morning. Honestly, I'm living pretty good these days. Um, Love my bed. Have you ever had a history? Yeah. Have you had a history of anxiety in any way? Yes. And that's why I was talking about physical fitness earlier. Is yeah. Because that shit is how I get my drugs, how I get my natural shit. Um, how, how do you react when people say anxiety is, I've heard this many times, anxiety, anxiety, shmang, shmiety. Like, get over it. When I've talked to Brian about this thousands of times. Me and him suffer severe anxiety. I've seen Brian freak the fuck out. I've freaked the fuck out on a daily basis. Not a daily basis anymore, but those people out there that literally have... Lacking awareness, bro. Lacking awareness, but people that don't understand They're flying the wall, essentially. I just think it's insane that there's people out there that are just like, get over it. You don't... It doesn't work like that. Yeah. There's ways to help it. Physical fitness... Some people drink. Some that's not the best way to do it. Some people work out. That's the best way to do it. Um, yeah. But I was or just like wondering some if you sort of expressive shit. Yeah. Creating. Yeah. Podcasting. Yeah. I have anxiety. This makes me not have anxiety. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, did you have a severe battle with it, or is it minor? Or... Jesus Christ. Ooh, uh, severe as fuck. Uh, severe as fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. If yeah. Yeah, if it, if it's severe as fuck, bro. Um, yeah, bro. I mean, the darkest times is like, I was just waiting. I was literally just like, what's your darkest moment? Ooh, darkest moment, bro. This is too much. Um, I can't really describe it. Fucking um, figure it out. I know, right? <laughs> no, but you I think the- I think the darkest. I think the darkest thing that I've ever experienced, and just to be blatant, is that there was like just oh fuck, this is this is dark. For me, at least, to say publicly, but like, to say publicly, but like, there was months at a time where I'd wake up, oh, this is tough to say, I would wake up and I'd literally be just telling myself to kill myself, and that's like, that's like, when you're telling yourself, like, going to what we were saying earlier as far as like, self-sabotage and stuff like that, that's anxiety, that was just a buildup of anxiety that I needed to somehow get that shit off me, and I did, which was awesome for myself, but, like, there was months where I was just waking up every day. I was just like, bro, why are you alive? Like, I was literally questioning my life every day. Yeah. Maybe not specifically, like, saying, like, kill yourself sort of thing. But, like, you know, it's just, like, you do the, – the everybody – like, if I wouldn't say those things on this air, then, like – yeah. Have you I, everybody told, goes through that shit, Have you bro. ever told everybody anyone, goes have you ever told anyone not be fucking try to – Have you ever told anyone this before? No, not at all. Um, not even my parents or anything like that. I think I've only told uh, one of my other best friends, Alex. He, he He's heard it before. And, and how old were you when you felt this way? Oh, God. Uh, 24. So this is recent. Yeah, um, 24. 20, 23, 24. I felt the same way for years. It goes yeah. through, I go through phases of fucking 
Yeah. Do you know what triggered that? We all did that shit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we did that shit. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's funny. Um, Hell yeah. What triggers that shit? Well, no, what, not what triggers it, but when you were talking about, you were just talking about waking up and your mind was telling you to kill yourself. Yeah. What was not entirely that? just like blatantly kill yourself, but it's like it, it gets, it's so depressive that you're like trying to figure out why you're alive. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why you felt that way? Um, I felt that way because I had lost touch with myself. And, and how, did, how did you lose touch with yourself? 24, so that's two years ago. Yeah. So how did I lose touch with myself? Um, dude, uh, just not paying it, like, just paying attention to other things besides myself. That's yeah, it. I hear that. Distractions, not priori- prioritizing yourself. Um, dude, so much shit. And then, like, I don't know, just, like, those two things dug the grave and then like I could just continue to dig and dig and dig and then there was a point where I was dig I had there's part there's pretty much a point where I was just like if I dig an AD where it's just done it's just game over for me um yeah and that's where I had to like pull through and just like yo well what uh, maybe not advice but when you're mm-hmm. feeling that way there's a shitload of people out there that feel that same way and yeah. I think I'll just I don't want to vent my shit. I want to get back to yours. But I think why I thought that way many times is yeah. not knowing my purpose. Like what when yeah, you say, purpose. it's not so much going to fucking kill myself, but it's, <laughs> it's more of a, what, what's my purpose of being here? Like the, you're given one life. Yeah. I'm not going to get into the afterlife. We're already like an hour or something and change deep into this. But I think when you don't understand your purpose and you don't really know what path you're supposed to go mm-hmm. on. Yeah. You start questioning your fucking, your purpose. But, um, when you felt that way, you clearly have gotten, as far as I know, you've clearly gotten out of that funk. What mm. what changed? Well, if I had to give advice to any other people that were like feeling that way and what changed for me, just to add those two things together, um, just don't overcomplicate it. I think everything needs to... you got to find some sort of simplicity in just living itself. I don't think there's you try to find a purpose and stuff like that, but like you're, you're expect you're already putting too much on yourself to do. Yeah. Um, just try to stay alive first. <laughs> I think, I think that's the main thing is just don't over. Yeah. Complicate. And yeah, just don't overcomplicate it. I think, <coughs> I think, yeah, living is living is hard enough <laughs> and don't try to say like, don't try to figure out your purpose right away. Um, your purpose purpose will present itself as you just take care of yourself. That's it. Like just stay around. Do you I believe that? I think that's the main thing is stay around. Be around to see the next thing, and then then you will be where you will have arrived before you even knew you would. You know what I mean? Are you so? Are you kind of saying? Do you feel the the whole it all kind of happens naturally? Kind of person that you feel it all kind of falls into place. You obviously can't wait around forever. You have but. to be just as a natural as the depression. Like depression is like it is a natural thing, but it's also a very unnatural thing that we experience. Do you feel this way with love though as well? Like finding love, a lot of people are on not love, Tinder. No. A lot of people no. are forcing relationships. They might not. They might be with someone they really don't care about. No. Do you? Oh, you don't? Because I'm obviously was asking. With love, no. Hell no. No, that's the, the easiest. No, I'm thing. saying. No, I'm saying with that's love. No, no, no. I'm saying with love. Do you feel that it comes naturally? Is what I'm asking. Oh. Do you feel like it's no, just it's like with the whole purpose? You're saying you're saying that don't naturally. don't search for a purpose like that. I mean, you could look or whatever, but 
kind of let it. The vibe I'm getting from you is you're saying their whole purpose, career, whatever it might be, yeah. kind of don't overcomplicate it. Kind of let it kind of happen and let things fall into place. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you, do you feel the same way How with that, love? Oh, with love in a relationship, uh, a girlfriend, never, oh, wife, getting married, okay, having well, kids. Things falling together never is elligant. I'll tell you that much. It's never elegant as I'm taking so, telling it in the first place. And let me just what's, trans- wait. I'll what's, transition what's to ne- love. What's never elegant? It's never elegant the transition from being depressed to being happy. Like you have to fight in order to be get through that shit and like be able to get through that sort of thing. And um, yeah, but good. I Maybe guess I'm what I'm saying it. is, let's start off with the career. Okay. You're saying okay things. Instead do things of happen naturally. you're saying that you would wake up. As a 24-year-old, okay. you'd be depressed, and you'd wake up and maybe not say, I want to kill myself, but you yeah, would yeah. say, why am I alive? What is my purpose? And I was at I, a crux, when yeah. I asked you, when I asked you, how did you get out of that? You were saying, um, don't overcomplicate things, and mm-hmm. the meaning, don't search for your purpose like that. Don't, don't just focus so much on finding that purpose. Let it kind of come to you naturally. You have to search for something, but don't don't be on the prowl for your purpose. Mm-hmm. Kind of help yourself and do mm-hmm. good in the world, but it will naturally come. Is that how you kind of feel with the purpose thing? To get instead of searching for it and making you borderline suicidal, I'm asking you: <laughs> Does that make you think that maybe you should instead of overcomplicating, let things happen, just like love? Yeah. Let things come naturally in life stop forcing naturally things. forcing yeah. it because i'm there's, all about destiny i'm a big I will believer say, in destiny i say regardless there's a choice destiny doesn't exist without a choice you have to make a choice destiny is not a thing there's a choice in there destiny is not something that just happens like there's basically i don't think that like i've never i've never just like transitioned to being happy basically was what i'm saying it's like never been like some sort of thing I haven't had to fight for in some sort of way. So like, yeah, follow what you want to do. But the thing is along that way, it's going to be fucking shitty here and there. You know what I mean? You're going to, that's life. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to figure out, you're going to have to test thing, test the waters out. You're going to have shitty days and shit like that. So it's just like how it goes. Um, but yeah, like if I had to say (laughs) without being like, I'm just basically just not trying to be too serendipitous where it's like it works out. Everything works out. It doesn't work out. You have to put in the work. But I guess what I'm saying is I'm a big believer in destiny and a career is not going to fall into my lap or a podcast isn't going to blow the fuck up if I'm not really doing anything to even put that energy out there. Mm -hmm. Just like, I guess, love. That was kind of a just a big believer in not social media or, or online dating. It's kind of a mm. natural thing, but same with careers is you gotta, instead you gotta, of just, unless you really want to, you've always wanted to be a firefighter and that's your focus. Yeah. Mm. Go, go for it. But like in a person, situation like me situation with a bunch of other people that don't exactly know what they want to do. I think that it helps to not just so, solely focus every day. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Searching jobs, careers, what's the best job instead be productive in your life, mm. do good things, be a good person. And Hopefully, for the most part, I believe that it will all come naturally mm-hmm. if you help out. You can't just, it's uh, not, it's, God's not going to come down and give you a job and give you a fucking beautiful wife. Yeah. Thank and, you for explaining it. Uh, yeah, I think, I think the way you explained it was perfectly right, where it's like, yeah, you have to, you do got to channel that inner part of you to progress and go forward, sort of thing. And then, yeah, those things that you, 
you definitely manifest manifest some shit, right? No, that's like, real as fuck, yeah, dude. That's real as shit, and it's like then you once you get to cultivate that and you know see what you like sowed. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. amazing, you know. What yeah. I mean? So, yeah. How you how do you feel about this conversation we've had? I think it's been a good conversation. Um, tech has been walking in here a little yeah, too much. I feel bad for this for your first podcast. It's on fine, here. It, but it adds character. Tech is a character. Tech is a character. We'll probably do this again. Oh yeah, um, of course. You're always welcome. Um, but I hope when I bring people on here. And I don't ever want to go too far into someone's life, but my goal is my he, my biggest thing right now is dialogue, talking to people, social interaction, face to face, good important dialogue. So I was just asking that because I I think talking is very important and not bottling things up and even if it's nothing depressing or an anxious thought that you had yeah. to have on your or chest, even if it's something stupid that you got to say, even if you don't fully believe what you're saying or don't know what you're saying, I feel like that's important for people to just. Uh, I have my friend Alex. He's a really cool guy, and I just I admire him for to just say this one thing about him. Um, basically, like, and we could we could say this about each other as well. Is that like your friends? You could say stupid shit to your friends, and they're yeah. not gonna completely judge you because they have that respect for you. Of course. Um, and like sometimes people just say words, and you have to be you can't tax overtax people on their words sometimes because like sometimes, I mean. People just say shit is what I'm saying. But in talking, mm-hmm. is that important to you? Having conversation, letting things out. Because oh, I want, like, I want when I want someone to come on here and talk to me, and I'm not trying to say what my plans are for this podcast. It's kind of just a an overall with or without a camera talking. When I had my friend James come on here, I felt like that was a good conversation that he probably needed, and just like my dad needed to talk. And have a conversation. conversation. So when I have you come through and drive out from San Jose, it's like these are conversations that I, I think are well documented because um, it lets someone get stuff off their chest. Even if we're talking about fucking skateboarding mm-hmm. and growing up being the youngest one, like to me that was a close <laughs> perspective. You wanted yeah. to fucking you had to fucking stand out and get get after it, mm-hmm. compete. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Cool. It's like the sixth time, but um, well, I think we're almost at two hours. I don't know what we're at. I don't have the time on here, but um. Whenever yeah, we'll you want to come out, back bro. up and fucking do this shit again, brother. Yeah, we can. You're always welcome. I got to do one with this guy because I fucked off the second yeah, one with him. Nice. I I, uh, I I ruined it. But, Why don't we just keep practicing on this shit? Not like right now, but like let's just, I'll come up again. Oh, dude, just come. Just come through and uh, anytime, bro. I think yeah. that these are important, and I think when you can look back in 15 years that all these conversations are going to be fucking special. I think it'd be really cool because. Um, you know, even if it's not something that's published, I think having this shit is straight. Oh, down. these are published. I don't straight give a fuck. Down. Straight. Down. I'm trying to make money off you. All right. <laughs> just yeah, monetize the fuck. Yeah. Man. But um, I appreciate you uh, coming. My OnlyFans is in the link below. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Conservative hedonist. So, where, only hey, at OnlyFans. Where can you find him, bro? What's his handle? Um. My handle is the handle. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to plug your Instagram, we're not out here selling fucking books and fucking rapping. But yeah, if you want, I'll, I'll just tag nah, you. Nah, dude. Yeah, see, that's a low-key kind of... I don't even have a fucking Instagram anymore, though. That's true. Stay off the Instagram. I I talk so much shit about social media all the time, but then I make podcasts and post them on them. You got to promote, though. Yeah, promotion. It's a natural thing. Um, Yeah. I mean, it'd be sick if we could promote it some other way. It'd be sick if you had, like, a cell tower you could just broadcast off. 5G's not (laughs) real, bro. 
Um, I appreciate you coming on here, dude. Yeah. And um, let's start drinking more, guys. Yeah. And um, it. appreciate it. Thank you, sir. You're the man. Shout she. out. Shout out to um, my friends. Bitch. Right on, man. Bye.